There's a lot of mail this week. A lot of mail. We're going to start off hot with the hot topic of the week, right? Uh, first one's from Ryan Bendick, and the subject is pregnancy. Hello, guys. This question probably more for Conan since he may know more about contracts. But, but is there ever any kind of clause in a contract where a female talent cannot get pregnant? Just seems like with Becky Lynch now, Ronda left to start a family. Awesome Kong when she was in WWE. Probably there's a few other examples. They will get pregnant in the middle of our contract or even a title run. Can the company do anything against them or what should happen? Thanks. I talked about this on the, on the Mike Durbin show. It's like... On the... Wait one second. Uh, wait one second. No, we, I, there's a couple weeks ago. We, well, I went on Durbin's show, and you know what we wanted to talk about? The, the, the topic of the show was women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. Yeah, because that's all he likes, likes women's wrestling, okay? Welcome to the Mike Durban Show, episode number 50. Thank you so much for listening. You know, this is a big episode for me, number 50. So right off the bat, i got to start by thanking Vince Russo for giving me my start, giving me my own show. Thank you, Vince. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And thank you to Joe Feeney for bringing me over to the Creative Control Network. I love being on Creative Control. I love everybody on this network. It's so much fun. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Joe. I got my favorite guest back on the show for this episode. He was on episode 40. Now he's on episode 50. The legendary Disco Inferno, Glenn Gilberti. Now, we recorded this interview at the very start of the coronavirus. I think it was the third week in March. So my idea for this episode with Glenn was to go through the women's roster in the WWE and pick who we would keep, who we'd get rid of. Uh, We had a great time. It turned out really good. And then I think less than a week later, WWE had that massive cut where they got rid of a lot of wrestlers. So bad timing, but the episode is still very interesting. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, There's a big sale at Pro Wrestling Tees right now. So you can buy a Disco Inferno t-shirt. You can buy a Mike Durban Show t-shirt, a Creative Control t-shirt, 20% off everything. I think it starts July 1st. I have a brand new uh, American flag shirt. Check that out. Please follow me on social media. On Twitter, I'm at Mike Durband, D-U-R-B-A-N-D. Instagram, it's Mike underscore Durband underscore show. And please, most importantly, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Michael Durband. And unlike some people who pay for YouTube subscriptions from India, I've grown my channel naturally. It's a very slow, tedious growth, but... It's natural. So I appreciate everyone who subscribes. I got to thank everybody who's been buying Blue Chew using my code. Uh, I think this is the fourth month that I've had Blue Chew as a sponsor. So so that means a decent number of you are buying Blue Chew. And um, they've decided to stick with me. And I thank them and I thank you. And thanks to Joe Feeney for hooking me up with that sponsorship. You know, Joe spends a lot of time hooking all the creative control shows up with various sponsorships. It's a lot of work, and we all appreciate it, Joe. All right, let's get to my interview with the great Disco Inferno. But first, some words from my sponsors. Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. For over 10 years, Shane Hurricane Helms has been a pioneer in the podcast game. And now, the Creative Control Network proudly brings to you 
the record-breaking, history-making, longest-reigning, most entertaining, cruiserweight champion of all time, Shane Hurricane Helms and the Highway to Helms podcast. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever your favorite podcast may be, you'll find me, Shane Hurricane Helms. And if you don't know, Google me. Biatch! Hey, all you listeners of The Mike Durban Show. I want to take a minute and tell you all about True Brain. I'll be honest, my brain isn't as sharp as it used to be. I got what Rocky Balboa might call a relaxed brain. If you're like me and you're looking to upgrade your working memory, boost your mental output, and overcome mental blocks, listen up. True Brain has a variety of products available, such as drinks, high IQ snack bars, ketones for those of you on the keto diet, non-caffeinated drinks, capsules, boost powder sticks, and coffee. True Brain was developed over years of research and developments by a core team of UCLA neuroscientists. Right now, True Brain is offering a variety pack with four different formulas, non-caff, CBD and flow, regular boost, and extra strength. Experiment with different combinations to reach your optimal brain activity. Let me break it down as simple as I can. True Brain just launched Custom, which is their variety pack where you get to try four different types of True Brain to see what unlocks your best brainwave state and your best performance. True Brain is the key to unlock your best thinking. They're offering 20% off all their amazing products to the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Just use code DURBAND at checkout. If you're a listener of my show, I assume you're already a highly intelligent person. But let True Brain help you reach your highest brain potential. Head over to TrueBrain.com, that's T-R-U Brain.com, and use the code Durban for 20% off. Well, if there's one good thing coming out of this coronavirus thing, it's the fact that uh, my guest right now was so bored out of his skull that he has agreed to return to the Mike Durban show. This is accurate. He is, uh, he's not at his house in Vegas. He is in Atlanta or the suburbs of Atlanta, I presume, with his mother. Uh, I hope you are quarantining. I hope you and your mother are healthy. Is that right, Glenn? Absolutely. Good. Glenn, welcome back. I thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for coming on last time. Uh, we have an agenda for this show, and uh, we're going to talk about women's wrestling. Okay. And you are infamous for hating on women's wrestling. Both. No, 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 no. So, so, so let's be very clear. Okay, so there's not hating on women wrestling. Okay, but I'm I'm a 26 year vet. But if women are going to wrestle, their work needs to be criticized equally, like like the guys. That's what I do. I'm an analyst. I look at the work and so on. And anybody that's listen, you know, I've put over the girls that I think are exceptional ad nauseum. Charlotte Flair and some of the other. I look at each. I I treat them equally with my criticism of work. Same as I do the guys that just everything. And for some reason, see, that's the one thing I don't like about it is like 
these girls want equality, but they do not want the equal criticism. Yeah. They want you to say nice things about it. You can't be critical. And that, that's all it is. I'm the only one that's, you know, I'm not going to like, I'm not letting these sensibilities of people on Twitter and the herd mentality, you know, you're not allowed, then like, that there's unwritten rules of things you're not allowed to talk about. Okay, so the rules are unwritten because they're not rules. I don't follow those rules. So I just, you know, that, and I get heat. But I'm. I just tell you what I think and what I'm watching. I'm, I'm not going to look at look at a woman's work and, and say, oh, oh, well, you can't be critical because I might hurt her feel. No, it's like if you're doing this in front of the world, you're going to be criticized like everybody else is. That, that, that's all it is. And so I've been I've been mischaracterized by that. Okay. You know, so that that that's a mischaracterization of me because I, the, the, bro, I've I've worked age been an agent for a lot of women's matches. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of girls. I was, you know, TT and Impact and stuff and TNA and you know, so it's like a, this is not. It's not like I'm speaking from like this outsider's opinion. I, I work with these people, you know. So. Yeah. Your on-camera character hates women's wrestling. That's clear. yeah, but that was so easy to get because I had to be a heel because you can't, yeah. you know. Th- that that was so funny when people are, you know, they're they're taking like I I just ramped it up because I want I want to make sure when I was on TV I, that people hated me you know so yeah. that, that's all that was. All right, so we're gonna have some fun here, Glenn. Uh, okay. We're gonna play a little game. We're gonna pretend that we're working in talent relations, me and you. Right. And we're gonna we're gonna build a roster. We're gonna okay. build the WWE roster. We're gonna pick who we're gonna keep and who we're gonna get rid of. Okay. Okay. All right, so we're gonna start with Raw, uh-huh. and we're going in alphabetical order. Okay. Uh, we'll start off with Vince Russo calls her Oscar. Her name's Oscar. Obviously. Yeah. So do you keep her? Do you? With a makeover. How do you make her over? Change her hair, color scheme to look more, you know, more, more, more Gail Kimish in her look than kind of like this anime character that screams all the time. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, a, this is, a, I'm 52 years old. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this funky hair that's weird colors you know you know what i'm saying it's like funky hair is fine this to me is not good funky hair i, I don't i don't like it mm-hmm. I, I spoke about that on the podcast this week i don't i don't i, I don't like her presentation with her outfit and stuff everything but but her work is good enough uh you, you leave her on there but she needs a makeover uh becky lynch yes uh would you change her at all no she's a good talker she's, yeah. she's a focal point because she's a good interview yeah Bianca Belair. Don't really know anything about this girl. She, what what is she? What has she be, been on? She was in the Rumble. She had some um, some good spots in the Rumble. I don't know much about. She's it. got she the really like, long hair. She whips girls. With I'm going to say no right now because I'm only going to I'm going to tell you the ones that stick out. Okay. Right? So you would have kept her in NXT for a little while longer. Yeah, I'm not no, not main roster yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, Billy Kay. Well, now what is her deal? She's one half of the Iconics tag team. Yeah, Australian. She's, she's Australian, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you keep you keep the two yes. girls. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you like their comedic abilities. I, I like I like Australian girls. They got good accents. It's it's, it's uh that it's I, I I think guys would be attracted to to to, to the theme that that accent and they're attractive girls. Yeah. So would you push them in more of a um, a sexy way, or would you keep their Absolute. comedy things? Is that what they're doing? Comedy? It's kind of yeah. Uh, kind comedy. The, the, that's the thing. I don't think any kind of character should be comedic. I think if you're, I think if you're doing comedy, the comedy is it comes like like in the movie Die Hard. Yeah. Like Bruce Willis is a badass, but there were funny scenes and funny lines. But he's not a comedy character in that movie, you know. Yeah. So John, John McClane's not funny. He he does funny things, but he's not a comedy character. He's a badass. 
That yeah. so I would not push anybody as a comedy character that's always just out there for laughs, you know? Yeah. Uh, Charlotte Flair, we don't even need to talk about uh, that. She, she'd be like, honestly, of, of all the girls I've seen work, I, I don't think anybody's even remotely close to her. And she's the one character in professional wrestling day. Maybe Brock is the other that you, uh, you could literally keep the title on her for, for years. Yeah. Like a Bob Backlund thing, you know? And so, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. What, what do you think of all the work that she's had done to her face in the past couple of years? I, I, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, I, I don't, I didn't really notice it until you mentioned that. Well, like on WrestleMania, I noticed they played a, like an old Snickers commercial. There was like some other commercial from a couple years ago, and she looks totally different. Like her face moved normally back then. Now she it's got, like she, a, had, she had work done. I mean, a lot of girls do. That's, that's Instagram and stuff and everything. You know, these girls are. Yeah, let's face the facts. Pretending that the female wrestlers are don't need a quality of like a, a fashion model in them. Yeah. Like modeling, you know that. So, a lot of a lot of girls on you know get work done to look better. So yeah. uh, maybe you don't like. Maybe it hasn't been an improvement in some people's eyes, but I've never noticed. I think she's attractive. Conan didn't like her. Yeah, Conan he said well, he. But I, I I I find her attractive. Yeah, Conan said she had like an awkward body, and I was like, you know yeah. what? He's right. But um, yeah, she's the best. Yeah, she's yeah. the best. Um. There's so many like female announcers. What about Charlie Caruso? Yes, keep, absolutely. Yeah, she's the yeah she's my favorite. Well, for sure. Yeah. Um, she 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 she's. I mean that that's a girl that's that's cover. You know, she should definitely show more sex appeal. Well, she's literally trying to. When I see her on TV, she should, it's, it's like she's almost trying to hide her sex appeal. Yeah. You know, and, and which I I don't I find ridiculous. That's that's not a logical decision that they're they're making there. Yeah, have you? They ever should sh- tell her to, to wear some. Like, look at her in, in this picture. You yeah. know, there's absolutely no cleavage showing at all. Nothing. That that's not how I would present her if she's if she's an announcer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like the thing is, is like if she's cutting a promo, okay, with some like if she's got her microphone and stuff, if if she's with the character that's not that over, and she's dressed like that, people might change the channel. Yeah. If she's showing cleavage and stuff, I think you're not going to change a channel for the two minutes that she's talking. So I, I think there's a, you know, that it's, it's wrong to, to try to, to not kind of sexualize her a little bit. Yeah. Have you ever seen a show on ESPN called now or never? It's late at night. No, she's oh, um, not a show to watch late night at all. No. Yeah. No, my, she's like, kind of like swimming or, you know, table tennis. It's good. It's good. They have weird programming late night. Yeah, uh, two of my friends, they have a, a show on uh, ESPN. It's called Now or Never, and they have a, a revolving female co-host. Sometimes it's Charlie. Sometimes it's um, Lita. She's been on there. She's on it? Yeah, Charlie's on there at least once or twice a week. With on them. ESPN? Yeah, it's on ESPN late at night. Wait, so what does she do on, on – is she on NXT or the Raw? Or, or um, I think she's on Raw. So she does Raw and ESPN? She's on ESPN. Maybe Thursdays and Fridays she might do that. I did not, I did not yeah, know that. I'll send you. A, I'll send you a clip of, of them. She's really good on that show. She's so energetic and funny. Going down. How about JoJo? That does nothing for me. Yeah. Is she good worker or anything, or just yeah? You know? No, she's an announcer. Oh, she is. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the baseball a... the baseball player Jose Offerman? Yes. That's her dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. And she's also Bray Wyatt's baby daddy. Really? Yep. Interesting. Um, how about Kari Sane? She can't speak English, can she? Uh, barely, I think. 
He can't. I mean, Oscar can't speak English either, right? Who do you think's better, Oscar or, or Carrie Saint? I, I can't buy Kari Sane. She's so tiny. She's probably yeah. Just, 90 I'm, pounds. Not, I'm not keep. I'm not. You've got one Japanese character for, yeah. for that market, and if she's That's, whichever one speaks better English is the one I'd keep. Okay. Lana. Absolutely. She'd be a, she'd be a, one of the top characters. So what would you do with her though? Would you put her back to? Let um, me tell you something that they have, and this is interesting because when is this going to drop? This is I'm gonna probably keep this for my episode 50, so probably in, in at least another month. Let's say in a, in a in a different time, okay? That you know they just had the um the you know, a month ago they had the dark side of the ring on with the uh the brawl for all. Well, the Lana does kickboxing. How what would it do to her character if, if the females had a brawl for all and Lana won, and just like kick the shit out of all those girls? Like a shoot fight? Yep. I mean, yeah. this is fantasy booking, but like, what if? What, yeah. what would the fans think of her then? You know? Yeah. Um, what would you package her as? Like, what would you? Would you? Um, just sexy bitch. Just like hot, with the with hot. the short the short mini skirts, like when oh, she absolutely. first came well, out. Well, just yeah. however she looks. She, she she's athletic looking, so you can wear she can wear anything. But just she she knows what to wear. She's not yeah. dumb. You know? Yeah. yeah. She gets it. She can see our ins. Just we'll, we'll watch her Instagram page. She, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She went yeah. to birth. Yeah, let me tell you something. I, I went growing up in college. I was in college from, you know, but like early '90s, late '80s, early '90s. Uh, Florida State University by far had the hottest girls of any campus I've ever been to. Yeah. And she, she's a she's a Florida State girl. And mm. like, if you've ever been on the Florida State campus, bro, just everywhere you look, all the girls are in shape. They're all hot. Yeah. They're all athletic looking. It's just you know. So yeah, she she's from. A good breeding ground for hot girls, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. absolutely. Liv Morgan. Yeah, she's definitely hot. She's good. She's getting her work is getting a lot better too. Yeah. Do you like her new image better? I mean, to, you know, to, and any girl that's that embraces the sexuality, I, I absolutely think that they're doing the, you know, they're they're trying to draw. Uh, Maria Canellis. Absolutely. She's really. Hot. Yeah. But what what, think- what does she like about her? I would I okay I agree she's hot she is uh, yeah she's very hot but it, as soon as she came in the WWE on this a few years ago she got pregnant right away came back and got pregnant again now as the GM as talent relations do you tell the women when you hire them are you planning on conceiving Absolutely. a child you ask them that 100%. 100% legally are you allowed to ask them I don't know if I could I would. Because what do you, what do you do? You, you have, you're going to submit. You're writing. Tell it. You know. I mean, so would would you? I, I mean, does the same process to hold true for movies or television shows? I'm sure it does. What if you have to stop production of, of your television show because the, the the main character gets pregnant? Yeah. Well, Scarlett Johansson, I think, got pregnant during one of the uh, Avengers movies. Right. Yeah, and they had to film. They had to use like a stunt double or somebody else. Yeah, it's playing. Well, it's called. It, it cost them money. Yeah. A lot of money. So, yeah, a lot, so, of, uh, a lot uh, of CGI. I guarantee, I guarantee that would be a question you're allowed to ask because yeah. you're, you're having to budget. You're, you have to budget. What if you're budgeting for these girls and all of a sudden well, one of them's gone that you have to, and you have to now you have to spend more money, you know? Yeah. Yep. Natalia. For the Hart family, you have to have her on the show. Yeah. Now, do you keep her on the show? Do you have her in storylines, or do you just have her on the road working with all the young girls? Like, would you would you make TV storylines for her? Yeah, she, she's a five-two girl. 
She yeah. knows how to cut promos, stuff in the you know, I mean, you could definitely put her you wouldn't just put, you wouldn't just take her and put her on the road. You would have her on TV doing a few weeks of an angle with the girl and then going on the road with the girl. That's yeah. how you teach that's how you teach the girls to do TV is they 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 play off their angle, you know. But yeah. she wouldn't be like a tie. She she'd be bottom top, upper middle to, in the spot to get people over. Yeah. Nia Jax, who just came back this week. Absolutely. Really? But, she, but she needs a mate. Oh yeah, she's huge. Yeah. I mean, she's she, she, she needs. However, she's being coached. There's a lot of details that are missing that I would work with her to to improve. Yeah. But uh, she you have obviously you need you need killers. You need girls. You need bigger girls. Yeah. To to, to beat up the baby faces. So. Like if you had Charlotte as a face, would you have Nia as like the Andre? Up, up for 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that's easy booking right there. Yeah, easy. So you said you'd keep uh, the other iconic Peyton Royce. So we'll mm-hmm. Ruby Riot. Is she a shoe fighter, Ruby Riot? Ruby Riot just came back. She was out for about a year. She had two torn shoulders repaired. Oh really? Yeah, she's back now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she's injured. She's injury prone. I wouldn't yeah. put her on the main. I wouldn't put her on the main roster. Yeah. Sarah Logan. Uh, honestly, she does nothing for me, but she gets a pop out there. So I guess you have to keep her because she gets the crowd. Yeah. But I'd I'd i I'm not, you know, like I said, it does I don't see it. You know. What What do you think of her work? Does anything stand out to you? Just very corny. Yeah. You know, just like that's that's a, a problem with the girls is they they're we call them the Gaga spots where you're trying to do acting and you know, and it's just to me it's overacting. It's B B level movie acting because it's it's indie indie level it's indie style stuff. Yeah. You know. And last but not least is a. Zelina Vega. Yeah, who does she manage? Yeah, yeah. And- Andrade. Yeah, Andrade. Yeah, keep, yeah, keep her there. Keep her there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as a as a manager, or do you do you put her in the ring? Or not? have you seen is her she, wrestle? Is she, doing, is she doing a good job? I don't know that I've ever seen her in the ring. I don't really watch. Oh, but so. she's doing a good job as a manager. Here's the thing. This is this to me is bizarre. Why why are all the managers he, uh, guys? Yeah. Why can't a girl go out and manage another girl? Yeah, has that ever been done? Well, well I mean, why don't this is it's a very simple question, and like nobody would have a logical answer of why they don't do it. Yeah, right. Well, Paige yeah. kind of did. Not uh, really a match. Well, she did she something. Work. They, they would have had her in the ring if she could. Yeah, you know. But I, I'm talking about like Paige should have like a stable. I'll have to look that up. All right, so that's it for Raw. We'll go over to SmackDown. Starting off, oh, there's a right answer and a wrong answer. Alexa Bliss. Go ahead. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, she's got sex appeal. She's hot. She's over. Yeah. You know? What about her promos? Great. I mean, they, they they ran the whole division around her for for a few months. Yeah. Back 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 when you know. I don't yeah. know why they quit doing that. Well, she kept getting concussed. Yeah. I think you know that that's a perfect girl to be a manager right there, because she can she can manage she can manage she can manage and then when there's a spot for her to wrestle she can wrestle. Like because this is the thing this this is what I th- I think is a good dynamic. If you have like remember when. When Orndorff and Piper came into the WWE, they were together. Yeah. But Piper was just like his manager, mm-hmm. and wasn't really working. And then he would pick a spot, and there'd be you know that that's what she should be, like the mouthpiece for somebody else. And when there's a time for a tag match, he has to work. Yeah. Like she's real good friends with Nia, so she. Do you think she'd that, be? A good... That's a good dynamic right there. Yeah. You know. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Bailey. Yep. See, I'm gonna go opposite. I'm How gonna. I would hurt? get rid of her. Why? 
I don't know. I just think, I mean, she was great in NXT, but then when, I think when they brought her right, up, she's, just, got, she's got a, she's got a lot of ring time yeah. and girls need to work with her to get better. Do you have her as a face or a heel? I don't know. It, it, it depends. Doesn't matter. I, I don't like, I don't like this new, uh, you know, I don't know. It's kind of weird, weird look. I mean, it's kind of, I, don't, I don't know the, the, the way the girl, it's very strange how these outfits that these girls wear. They yeah. just don't look like cool or anything, or you know, it's just like kind of just a very weird version of sex appeal. Inside, I don't, I don't get it. Sometimes when I see what they're wearing, I'm like, who, who came up with that? You know, yeah. bro, you go on, you go on Instagram and you see like a lot of what these girls are wearing. Sometimes, you know, some girls have like a bodysuit with the tank tops and low cleat, you know, and stuff, and, they, and they, their arms are showing. They got cleat, you know, and it's tight. Their legs are look defined and everything and all that. And it's just like a plain color. And it like a like plain black, and it looks hot. These girls like all their outfits are so busy and all these designs and stuff. And it looks like you know like church art sometimes that are plastered on their outfit. I don't I don't get it sometimes with, with what some of these girls wear. You know. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Hey Glenn, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-improved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, Glenn, I know you're into that intermittent fasting gimmick where you only eat between uh, like a six-hour window. But you can take these anytime, day or night, full stomach, empty stomach, doesn't matter. And since they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Glenn, if you or any of my listeners can benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in the line at the pharmacy. Glenn, I know you're famous. You get recognized wherever you go. No more awkwardness. You're not going to be recognized in line getting Blue Chew. It'll ship right to your door in a discreet package. Glenn, I know you hate traveling to other countries. You hate products that are made in other countries. Well, Blue Chew is made in the USA. And since they prepare and ship it direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And best of all, no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for the listeners of the Mike Durban Show. Visit BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. And get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code Durband. That's D-U-R-B-A-N-D. And just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Durband to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and I thank them for sponsoring the Mike Durban Show. Carmella. Absolutely. Yeah? Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think she'd be a, a better manager. Like, she I don't could, know about but her she can still work, too. But, yeah, but it's, the work's good enough. Doesn't matter. Uh, Dana Brooke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. She looks tough. Yeah. She's like, the, yeah, she's the strongest looking girl out there. Yeah, she is. She looks like you know, in the weight room, she could take care of herself, you know? Yeah. Um, well, that's another one, though. She's done too much to her face. She doesn't even look the same as she used to, man. Right. It's unfortunate. Ember Moon. Don't really know much about her. Is that the one that Booker trained? Yeah. Yeah, she's a good worker. Yeah, I keep her. 
Lacey Evans. What's this one right here on the left? She's, uh, I think she's an announcer, backstage hey, interviewer. Kayla Braxton? Yeah, yeah Kayla Braxton. Lace, Lacey Evans, for sure. Yeah, Lacey Evans, for sure. 100% Mandy Rose, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's without question. Let's see. Mickey. Yeah, for sure. She's one of the best ones of, of the crew. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think I, she's 41, but she can still go and she can she's teach 41? all these. Yeah, she's my age. Oh, yep. she, doesn't, she does not look 41 at all. Yeah, yep. Uh, Naomi. Mm hmm. Yep. Yep. She needs, she needs, she needs to, she covers herself up too much too. She's got an athletic body and she's got all long sleeves sometimes. I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. She should present herself a little bit differently. Cause like uh, she's, she's a raver character, right? Yeah. She's got the glowing outfits. Yeah. If you, if you look at, I mean, I, I live in Vegas. They have EDC. The girls don't dress like that. They, they were funky, creative raver outfits, you know? Yeah. Hers are kind of just like kind of very simplistic version of that. Nikki Cross. I, I mean, I don't get it, but everybody else likes her. But that's this fan base these days, and so I wouldn't keep her off TV. But she does. I, I don't get the the hype, you know. Yeah, I would get rid of her. She yeah. annoys me to hell. She's so annoying. Yeah, I, I put a maybe on that just because like she needs a, she needs to quit being so. Her whole act is looks hokey. Yeah. Like it looks like a you're cosplaying a wrestler, you know. Like it looks like a fan out there trying to act like a wrestler sometimes, and and I, mean, I don't know who produces her, and they they do it like that, but it's just it, I don't get I, it. It's not me. I don't I don't get it. Now, what would you do with Paige? Nothing. She, she she's done. Just give her some money and let her go. Really? Well, next, what what can she do? No, I'm not saying as a worker. I'm saying. But here's the problem: if you're if you're on the roster, and like she's a character like that, eventually for her to be effective. She, there might have to be some physicality, which you can't do because she's 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 done. You know, yeah. yeah. It's like if you can't do anything other than maybe backstage announce or something like that, it's just you can't. We can't use you. You know, if yeah. you, if you can't wrestle, yeah. if you can't bump, if you can't, do, you know, what's what, what role are you going to use her in? You know. Yeah. Did you see that Edge documentary that just came out? Oh yeah, it's great. Do you think there might be hope for her? I mean, maybe five years down the line. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Sasha Banks. I don't know. She's hurt, she's hurt a lot of people. I, I think it's I, I don't know. She, she's I would, but if she needs to learn how to take care of herself and take care of her opponent, because I think to me she's a, she's an injury to herself or an injury her to her opponent waiting to happen from the work from what I've seen of her work. You know, like she's good, but I think she tries way too hard to be better than her capabilities are going to show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like she she takes too many risks out there that that are that endanger herself and her opponent. And I and if that's the way she's going to continue to work, it's just like there's, there's not a, there's there's tons. You see how many of the girls we're, we're talking about here that they have? Yeah, you know it's like you you can you you're, we don't have a spot, you know? Yeah, Sonia Deville. What's the deal? Which of these girls are the uh like the, are the like the real life lesbians? Sonia is real life. I think with she's who? the only one. With who? Um, not with any. Oh, she's not. I thought she, there was another character on the show that she was like, you know. She's oh, best well. friends with. She's best friends with Mandy in real life. Oh, she is. And on camera, but yeah, Mandy's not. Okay, I would I would use her because she's she's pretty good and she's sexy and then, you know, like they yeah. can do stuff like that where she's. A, I mean, honestly, well, why if, if the girl's a, an open lesbian, why would she not be attracted to other girls on the show? Yeah. You could do stories with that, you know. 
that that's yeah. a storyline. Well, why is that not? You know, why is that something you don't you you won't you don't go you don't go there? You know, I think they should go there. Yeah, if she's Plus, willing to do it. She has some uh, MMA background too. Yeah, she's tough. This one's an easy one for me. I don't know why this girl is still on the roster. Tamina. Yeah, she's done. She's never really done anything for me. No, she's know. never learned. Like she's terrible. Yeah. Ten years later, she's awful. Yeah. There must be a reason. I don't know. I don't know. That's it for SmackDown. Right. So we've gone through the roster. We didn't cut many of them. Right. Yeah, you kept a lot of them. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm gonna make a case for women, especially you know specifically in the WWE. Mm-hmm. About a year ago, maybe a little bit longer, uh, they came. They did a house show at the United Center, which you've been at, which you've sold out many times mm-hmm. here in Chicago. How many people were there? It was not sold out, and Brock Lesnar was on the card. Uh, that that place I've worked there before. The place holds about nineteen thousand people for wrestling. Yeah. How many people do you think were there? Eleven, twelve. Okay, like yeah. a little bit more than half house, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And uh, so the women, they had, I think it was a eight women tag match. So all the women that were on the road, they were all in this one match. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I went to the Saturday night show at the United Center. Then I went to the Sunday night show in Rockford, Illinois. Almost an identical match. Yeah. I think it, it was four on three in the in the. Yeah, if you're, uh, if you're in the loop that you're, and you're doing house shows, and you're going to both ha- house. If you're going to each house show in a loop, you're going to yeah. see the same match each night with maybe just 10% of it is different. Yeah, I think they took Mickey off the, the Sunday night show, and that was the only difference. Right. So uh, my point is that these women – it's like, you know, in, in sports terms, they're not getting the reps. Mm-hmm. Each woman's in the ring maybe two or three minutes tops, mm-hmm. right? And they're doing comedy spots. They're doing generic women spots. That's what I'm saying. These, these comedy, it's like they do the, 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 we call them the Gaga spots, right? Yeah. They do, the, they constantly do these Gaga spots and the, the acting is just not organic. It doesn't look real. It doesn't, it looks phony acting. It's just like, I don't, like I said, they're very, they're very green like that, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, how can we blame them for not – they're not getting the right practice. They're Most of them are well, young. They're, women they're should, green. Women wrestle, they should be just going out there and doing the absolute bare basics of wrestling. Take the head, shoot me in, tackle, sell it, get get old, get some crowd you – know, work the crowd, lock up. They take the head, shoot you, and you tackle. You sell it, lock you know, stuff to, to – you know, then you do a tackle, drop down, hip toss spot, sell you know, and just, just do the basics. Just go out there and wrestle, you know. Yeah. And just learn how to do basic wrestling because the thing is, is like the the these girls, they come out, they look hot, right? See, look what they're doing here. They're just right. Make, it's they're like yelling 20, at each other, you know. And that's two minutes out of a ten minute match is just bullshit. Right. Because they think they have to do this to tell us to do storytelling and stuff, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, who's telling them to do that? Is the agent telling them that, or are they it's coming the up with that? Agent's laying it out. They're coming up with ideas. They're you know. They're trying to tell a story and stuff, but but Jesus Christ, just go out, just just learn how to 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 wrestle. This yeah. is what what the reps on the road are supposed to do, not the overacting, the, these gaga spots and stuff. I just it's, I don't know. Because the thing is, they, they bro, when you're good and when you learn and when you're comfortable in your character and when you know how to wrestle and stuff, everything, you don't call all that stuff in the back. Like stuff like this, you just do. You, it just comes organically, and you do it in the ring, and it's just you know, just and stuff. But it's like. It seems like they they probably like lay out these spots in the back, and they 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 go like and, and this is what it comes across like you know yeah. like scripted acting 
And because they're not good at it or got the reps doing it and they don't feel comfortable out there and they're thinking about their spots going ahead, it's just like it just comes across as B-movie, soap opera B-movie acting, you know? Yeah. Like that was the main part of the match was was um, Alexa right, and Nia. And it's, and it's not necessary. Yeah. Bro, I don't know who is teaching these girls. I don't know who they're working with. I don't know who they think. The, I don't know who they're working with as trainers that, that, that they think are good trainers that are teaching them how to do this. And, like, and the one thing I can tell you for sure, these girls are going back. And this, this is what I did, right? When you're green and you go back and look at your work, when, when you're green, you think it's good. You mm-hmm. go back and three, four years later and look back when you thought you were good and you go, oh, my God, I was terrible. Yeah. You know, and it's like so. So, like I said, like look at these spots they're doing. They're all just kind of like you know. Have you seen any wrestling yet? It was barely any wrestling both nights. It was it right. Was, it's all just yeah. so they so they spent they had all this match, all this ring time, everything, and we hardly saw any like this professional wrestling here, like basic yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, you can see Mickey's doing some moves here, but yeah, she's other doing than that, right. Yeah. Now, why wouldn't you put Mickey against you know Alexa or? Sasha was there that night. Mickey versus you, Alexa, five minutes. Yeah, one on one on one. Five minute match. You know, go out and wrestle, learn how to learn how to wrestle. Yeah, makes no sense to me, man. <sighs> well, Glenn, uh, WrestleMania was this weekend. Two nights. Yep. Did any women's wrestling stand out to you? Any of the oh, matches? They're, they're the most annoying. Ma- oh, oh yeah, the the Charlotte, of course. Yeah, so Charlotte well, and Rhea Ripley, the Green Girl from NXT, and had had arguably one of the better matches of the weekend. You know, not even arguably, it was one of the better matches of the weekend. Yeah. What about the Becky match? I hate it. She does not I mean, believe she, she she does not come across as anybody that could beat a shoe fighter. I mean, honestly, right? Uh, uh, what about the entrance coming in in the truck, the monster truck? Or though no, it was a it was a semi truck. Let's be honest, okay? At some point, Becky and Charlotte are going to have to wrestle for the title of the man, so Charlotte Flair can be the man. Yeah. You know, because Becky trying to be the man is just not. They're giving her a heightened sense of projection to the audience of that she's tougher than she works, you know. Yeah. She's good. She got a good mouth. Yeah. You know, she got a great mouth. She she can talk. You know, she won one of the better promos in the company. So. Yeah. Um, Glenn. Uh, so everybody talks about the Mount Rushmore of this and that. Give me uh, your women's wrestling Mount Rushmore. All time. Yeah, all time. Charlotte. Um. Medusa. Yep. A Lunger Blaze. And Fabulous Moolah. Excuse me, what? Fabulous. Medusa and a Lunger Blaze are the same girl. Oh, no, same no, 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 no. I'm thinking, uh, 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 Sherry Martell. Okay. So Sherry, Sherry and Moolah. Sherry, Sherry Martell, Moolah, a Lunger Blaze, and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that sounds good to me. But, I mean, who's going to argue with that, right? Yeah, it's perfect. Maybe Gail Kim. You put her as the no, no, one. yeah, you're right. You know what? <sighs> Mula was a great you know, character. Yeah, but yeah not she a was worker. a great character, right? She's, just, she's very basic. Just you know, yeah. Let's put let's put Gail in there instead of uh instead of Mula. So Charlotte, Sherry Martell, Alundra Blaze, Alundra Blaze, and Gail Kim. Gail Kim. Sounds good to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. All right, Glenn. I want to thank you again, man. It's always an honor to see you. It's a it's an honor to speak to you whenever I'm on Keep It at 100. And uh, I want to congratulate you for your sound defeating of Vince Russo for the past few Boy, weeks. How, I mean, my God. I mean, bro, I mean, I've had to argue with him. Like, I'm shaking my head still that he's like still like a, I'm, I'm presenting like very simple, basic arguments. 
and he's trying to still argue it and acting like he's winning the arguments, you know. <laughs> but the one today was was the top or the the exclamation point when he uh, said he's going to build you know build a moat around the island. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh God! And I got to do a show with him on Thursdays. I can't wait. I, I know he's nervous. I know he's yeah. nervous. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's not definitely not looking forward to it. So I think he's losing his mind with this quarantine and everything. He's he's talking about God and the the Bible and and all this stuff. So I I think he may be losing his mind. Um, We we should pray for him. He's not. He's doing exactly what everybody shouldn't be doing. He's just he's his business is is professional wrestling, and I haven't heard anything positive come out of his mouth in in, since this thing started. Mm -hmm. Just very negative. Yeah. Everything's negative. Every you know, just like you know, it's just a very negative vibe that he's bringing. When at some point, you know, like I know you hate the WWE. I know you hate the business. I know you hate the run. I know you hate the dirty guys and stuff. But like you know, at some point, it's like you know they're they're doing the wrestling. It's like there's some people that that are going stir crazy at home that would just want to see sports and wrestling on TV. We're not getting any sports. It's like. You know, some people get in, get enjoyment out of watching it. You know, yeah. and if the WWE is gonna, these wrestling companies are gonna take the risk. You know, I wouldn't do it, but it's providing entertainment for people at a time when we're all stuck at home. We don't have any entertain, entertainment on. You yeah. know. Yeah. And it's like you, you should be able to at least accept that some people get some positivity out of it. You know. Yeah. And I think that you know, I, I don't think he really understands that. Yeah, I think he he flat out refused to watch WrestleMania. So, um, did he really? Do you, yeah. Do you think he would have enjoyed the uh, the Boneyard him? match? Yes, he absolutely would have. That's and what him about just ex- the the, the Bray Wyatt? Yeah, he would have loved both of them. Yeah. I just think that that's him just sticking his plant his foot in the ground and you know because I said this I can't watch because. Yeah. It's like come on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Glenn, uh, by the time this drops. I pray that you have your job back and you can, uh, you know, you can have people visit you at. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'm. You're just. We're, we're watching everything unfold, and as the curve is starting to, we knew this would be a good two weeks. We're in the middle of the two week period. Yeah. Curve is starting to flatten in New York. Starting you know, the stuff and everything. And I'm just looking at like around the world, and like I'm looking at the statistics. I'm looking at the numbers, and it's like, especially in this country, the ones that are getting hit hard are, are pre-existing conditions. And everybody yeah. else is kind of like the, the, the other death rate is very, very, very extremely low for people that don't have ex- pre-existing conditions. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if with like so maybe some of these drugs that will help the people with the pre-existing conditions and with testing, massive testing, and we get the drug for the people that would, you know, I could, it's, I've always thought this, like we have all these models that are coming out, you know, every, everything's all data, it's all models and stuff, it's all metric and all the project like two weeks two to three weeks ago look at the projections oh my god two million stuff but it's like we're, we're an advanced society and we have a lot of people in the year 2020 that are in the inventive stage like every scientist and epidemiologist on the planet is working on this stuff and you know that like if you just look to, took a basic you took all these genius minds there's gotta be a few needles in the haystack that are coming up with ways to, to figure this out. And I just think that we're not really taking that into effect as much as we could, that like the level of um, ingenuity 
that we have with artificial intelligence, computers, models, everything that we can we can figure out a way to get everybody back in there even before this vaccine comes. You know, with like if you just, you're constantly testing people, when we're testing people's blood, we find out you're already immune because you, you have immunity already and stuff. And you know, I, I just I'm definitely far more optimistic than the model show because I just think that since this has not happened in our lifetime. Yeah. That we're we're putting our like our the brilliance of the people on, that we have on this planet on display to create something to try to figure this out. And I think it'll happen. You know, yeah. I don't think it's going to be bad as everybody thinks. How long do you think it'll take for the strip club business to rebound? I'm hoping June. Yeah, hoping June. Will, will you get hired right oh, back? Yes, yeah, my job's ready for when I get back for sure. Okay, yeah. that's good. Well, that's yeah. good, Glenn, and I'm happy to hear that. And uh, I can't thank you enough for coming back to the Mike Durban Show. Thank you, Glenn Gilberti, the great legend, the Disco Inferno. Thank you. All right, that's the show, everyone. I want to thank Glenn Gilberti, the Disco Inferno, for coming back to the show. I hope that Glenn comes back for episode 60 because I love having him on. You know, I think he may be my favorite podcaster of all time because he's on Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco on the Russo brand, which is one of my favorite shows. And, of course, Keeping It 100, which is probably my favorite show. So thanks again, Glenn. And thank you, Vince Russo. And thank you, Joe Feeney. Episode 50, probably coming out in two weeks. Since Joe is making me do two shows a month now, I think we got another sponsor coming on board. So I got to do two shows. Uh, I got a big name guest for that show. I'm going to keep it secret for now, but uh, I interviewed the guy today and it turned out awesome. So thanks again, everyone. Bye for now. Live long and prosper. I'm Mike Quackenbush. I would like to address recent allegations which have surfaced in the last three days about myself and people under my supervision. But please take this away. Please, I'm urging you remember this. We have to continue to listen with compassion and with empathy to the people who are speaking out. And we've got to engage in real, serious self-reflection. Look at the things that we've all said and done and that we've got to change to be better. <laughs> and if you're hearing that from me and you're wondering, well, Mike, how can you realistically say that? Given what you've gone through in the last 72 hours. And what we all need to understand is this. The people who are hurting the most right now, they are the ones who must be heard the most. Because if they are never heard, they are never going to start healing. And we all have a role to play in that. Okay? Okay.